0: Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Over my many years of uh, priestly ministry, about three and a half decades worth, I've always had the policy of having eulogies at the funeral masses. The reason I do is that it's very powerful, of the few thousand funerals I've done over time, that it really allows some powerful things to happen. Usually what I think is, first of all, I'm sad because I say they could never say those things about me. But also I hear stories that motivate me to say, yeah, I'm doing good in that. I'm, I'm struggling in that area, but I can do better. So about a week and a half ago, we had a funeral here. And one of the sons of a gentleman who died was, uh, came up to give the eulogy. This, his father was... Uh, Married 72 years to his beautiful wife, and he had three sons and one daughter. And they talked about his life, and he happened to serve in World War II. And the son tells a story that his dad always shared, that he went on the boat over to the other side to be able to fight in the war. His desire was always not to kill other people. He didn't have that in him. He didn't want to at all, but he went to go and serve his country. He tells a story that one day that kind of thought saved his father's life most likely. And as out on patrol, he happened to run into a German soldier, both having their guns at each other, and they just happened to look at one another. Eventually, the German soldier picked out a handkerchief, a white handkerchief, and waved it to give himself up. And he handed his rifle over to that man. The man took the rifle and immediately fed him, gave him something to drink, and gave him some civilian clothes as well, a clean set of clothes there. And that way he was able to to send him off. The German soldier kept asking, are you going to shoot me now? Are you going to shoot me now? Over and over he thought that. And the gentleman said, no, the war is over for you. Go home. Be with your family. And so the German soldier went back into the woods, and minutes later, a number of German soldiers came up with their hands up, ready to give themselves up. You see, at that time, you live in a world where killing needed to be done, and we can justify that in many ways. And yet the worst of humanity, of having to be in war and to kill one another, a man stood up for his principles and said, my desire is not to kill people. And because of that, it's no telling how many lives he saved in that special incident. In today's gospel, we see the parable that Jesus talks about, the vineyard. He's been using that quite often in the gospel of Matthew. And here, Israel represents the tenants of that vineyard. It represents the vineyards there. And so he tells the story then that over time, God sends messengers. We call them prophets. To tell God's truth to the people. And the people didn't want to hear anything about it. In fact, the messengers were stoned and many of them were killed. Kill the messenger. We don't like the message is basically what's happening there. Their ego their need to control, their selfishness calls out in them to devalue human life, to devalue humanity and the dignity of anyone. Because it all comes about them, and they see no value in human life. The owner sends his own son, and when they see the son, they think, The owner must be dead if his son is here. Come, let us kill the son, and then we get everything. Even devaluing and killing of human life in that world, people choose to devalue humanity rather than to respect and give dignity to that life. Matthew even tells Christians, be careful, because When the vineyard is taken away from Israel, the very same thing can happen to Christians. That we too can lose the vineyard because we devalue human life. That we become indifferent to their suffering. That we say they have no value. And we pick and choose who has value and who doesn't. For the Catholic Church, especially in our country here, many of us know the month of October as Respect Life Month. And that's a good thing, to be able to talk about life. But any priest or any preacher in the church should always be preaching every homily from the gospel of life. Every homily given here is about how to be in right relationship with God and one another. And so what we do then is we look at the different issues and we invite our parishioners to not only be passionate about one or two particular issues that they feel strongly about, but also to broaden their vision that the world needs to see consistency of all life from Christians. Because that is the best way to turn one's heart, to understand that life, all life, is precious. So, what I've always found out about people is that when it comes to life issues, Certain things touch their lives at that moment. Some of you who have children, no matter what age they're, the possibility of pregnancy. And your concern is to be sure that if anything were to happen, that life is protected for the unborn. Some of you have parents that all of a sudden got old overnight And it doesn't make an appointment, but now they can't take care of themselves. So your respect of life becomes taking care of your parents. For others, it could be dealing with mentally ill people in your family. That's a long journey. And maybe that becomes your focal point. But that doesn't mean other lives aren't important. And it doesn't mean you just stop and only see one thing and that you're less of a Christian because you're not concerned about everyone else. Sometimes that takes the fullness of your attention. My goodness, you see parents with special needs children, your life is turned upside down. And it requires all your loving, all your giving, all your energy. And God is saying, if that's what you can do now, that's what gives modeling to all life. For me, it was prison. A number of years ago, someone I'm close to and love very much was sent to prison. I always had a desire to go to do prison ministry, but I was afraid. I wasn't sure what it would be like. Is it, Am I going to be safe? Uh, uh, do I have the time to do that? But this person asked me to please visit them regularly, and I did. And I found out, like, wow, they do give dignity to one another. Prisoners aren't all mean or bad. And I thought to myself, I can do this. And so when I called the Diocese of Phoenix, whoever the head was at that time a few years ago, I said, I would like to start doing masses. And their response was, you're kidding me. Like, everyone does have a desire But when push comes to shove to go minister in prisons, it can be scary. And thus began the journey, not of telling, not bringing God to the prison, because God is already there, but to remind prisoners at mass and other prayers that I've done with prisoners that God is with them and that they have value. That doesn't mean that I lessen my thought for other people. But it gives us an opportunity to be consistently open to learning about new issues of life. Because the gospel of life is protecting life from the unborn to the last natural breath. And if Christians can do that, we give dignity to every human being. And we allow them to be transformed right in front of our eyes. We don't put a hierarchical level on it and say, this life is more innocent or more precious than other lives. It's not how God sees it. I remember in a conversation with my brother recently, he reminded me years ago that I told a story that I had forgotten. And it really touched him. That some state in the United States was ready to execute a person on death row. And they have the custom of saying, what's your last meal? You can have anything you want, what's your last meal? And this inmate chose Holy Communion. He could have had hot dogs, hamburgers, pigged out on beer. But he said, the only thing I want before my execution is Holy Communion. Jesus was in that person when the state killed that person. So, Conversion never happens in jailhouses. There's no good coming from people because we have the right to take life. And again, this is only one issue. But it's transformed me because someone I loved gave me the strength to minister to more prisoners. And right now we can't go in, but once it's safe, I'm going back to celebrate mass and be with the prisoners. It's so more about me. Because I'm learning to love more. And so at this time, I'm asking Megan Popa to come forward to give what is called a reflection. She is the coordinator of social justice ministry and outreach to talk about our life issues link and all the issues that St. Patrick's has evolved in life issues. Remember, the word justice isn't about a political overturn. It comes from the word has said in the scriptures that means right relationship with God and one another. And if life isn't respected of every person, it is not right. And so at this time, Megan Popa will now come forward to give us this reflection. Thank you, Megan. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission.